Carrie from No Crumbs Left, and I'm absolutely delighted, and I know followers will be. I've got a celebrity. I've got Alex <laughs> from The Divine Dish. Hi. Hi. You're the celebrity. I'm just here because you've been so important to me, and I would literally get on a cruise ship, and I hate cruise ships, to come see you and do this with you. So thank you for having me. Oh, my me. God. Such <laughs> a pleasure. I think we should say, like, talk a little bit, like, you know, how did we meet? You know, the whole 30 world, I think, is how we met, and you have been such a good mentor to me. I feel like I was doing maybe my second Whole30 recipe stickover, like the first one that you really kind of recognized me on because before my sister and I had kind of done the blog together, it was way early when I did my first Whole30 recipe stakeover, and this was a couple of years later and I got invited on to do one and you reached out to me and you were like, let me know if you need help. I'm here. Like this is kind of some tips and tricks that I've picked up on along the way and which were super valuable to me, by the way. And from then we've just clicked and I feel like, I can pick up the phone and call you, and I have many times throughout this whole process of our businesses growing, and I've been able to, you've been a phone call away, and it's been really nice, especially with the cookbook and all that fun stuff that we've done, and it was, you've been a great shoulder lean on, so we've just become friends through this whole process. Well, I remember seeing your, what I assume was your first Whole30, but I just knew that you were like, oh my God, this woman has so much talent, she is a force to reckon with. So I was really excited to see what you were doing and all of that and then reached out and um you know i just think we became famous friends from from that moment forward and mm-hmm. one of the things i like about you is that you're just you're really first of all you're really a positive person you know i also you know and you're transparent like if you're going through something and you're having anxiety or like whatever you're sharing your life and sure. in a very real way but i think um that in the blogging world you're definitely one of those women that's uplifting others mm-hmm. Um, and I think the way that I view you is you don't see everything as a competition, you know, not to say in this world, it can't be, it it can be difficult to always maintain that because we see what everyone's doing and it's hard not to keep track of everything and, you know, um, you know, how am I stacking up? But, um, anyways, and I love, I don't watch a lot of people's Instagram stories, but I I definitely watch yours to see what's going on with you and the family. For sure. I think it's, you know, just like how you reached out to me whenever I did my Whole30 recipes, it's it's so much about lifting others up and realizing that even though we have some similarities in our pages and we, you know, have food blog, like we're both so different and we can support each other and lift each other up. And I think, you know, playing that comparison game with others is just such a negative space to be in and it will just take you down and your whole business down if you, I think, if you work right. that way. For me, it just... I've just noticed whenever I collaborate with people like you and talk and support people like you and work with you, it just, I think it all goes up from there. <laughs> totally. People always ask, like, oh, you know, how did you get this many followers? I mean, I always say one follower at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, in the beginning, I quite literally thanked every single person that followed me. Oh, for sure. You know, it was so nice to be able to respond to everybody at that point. It was a different world, right? Yes. Where you could, you know, buy direct messages. It's hard to let that go. But it, it at is, some point... Right. For your own mental sake, you have to be like, okay, I have a life, right, and I have a family, and I can't just be responding to DMs all day every day. Right. But it, um, it's so important to realize like those those are the people that are building you up and helping you grow every day because they're cooking our recipes and they're tagging us, yes. and lifting us up. It's just awesome to see such a, such a supportive community on both of our pages. And at what point did you realize I cannot respond to even like? Even, I mean, there used to be like every, if you make a comment on the post, and you know, as bloggers, we really want people to make comments on For the sure. post because it's the way of saying, I love you, I like what you're doing, I see you, you yes. know, you have all this wonderful free content. But then there's a point where you realize you can't, you know, where you just, it's not possible. You oh, know? yeah. 
I remember, I literally specifically remember Clayton's here in the podcast room with us, and I'm looking at him, but I remember having this conversation with him in bed one night just crying and being like, I can't keep up with it all. I feel like I'm not as present with my kids. And, you know, before the blogging thing, I was, I did everything with Sutton especially because she's my oldest. Um, I took her to every activity. I took her to school every day. I did everything. And then, you know, it kind of came to this point where I was like, this isn't sustainable to be um, a full-time mom and a full-time blogger and respond to everybody all at once. And so it was just that kind of aha moment of, okay, we need to hire a nanny. So that way I treat this like a nine to five job and I'm going to respond to as many as I can and work my butt off during those hours. But then at night, even though, you know, it kind of trickles into the evening, it's just how this business is. I can at least be more present with my family and, you know, be there when it's important and, I'm so lucky that this job is flexible and I can go to the recitals and all the important things at school. But, you know, there comes a time and place for your mental sake to, you know, have that separation and be able to, you know, corner it. So Clayton and I, he was just like, Alex, I know you love responding to all your audience, but like, you're going to go crazy. You're going to drive yourself mad if you keep doing what you're doing because you're going to be responding to DMs all day and you can't even create content. And that's what you came here to do. So what do you do? Like, how do you then just stop responding? How how does it work? I think it's kind of one of those things that you have to kind of baby step out of. I kept trying to respond all the time. And then it just got so out of control that now I just realized I'm just going to respond to as many as I can in a day. And that's that's all I can do. And I think our community understands that as well, too. I think they know that we get a lot of DMs and a lot of comments and they appreciate the effort. And as much as we can do. And I think, you know, also them knowing that I have young kids and that I have to be present in their lives is, you know, I think I think people are understanding of it. So I appreciate that. (laughs) What's your parenting philosophy? I mean, I see your kids and how much you love them. And, you know, I remember, you know, I just like want to tear up when I think of like your older one went off to school and you and Clayton and that beautiful thing. (laughs) But I get it because that's the place I I was mothered from that place from my own mother. That's the place that I mothered from. I know. I feel like what a privilege it is, you know, know. to have kids. I see that with you and your kids so much, and I admire that so much. And I love my kids more than any of this. I My business means the world to me, and I'm so proud of it, and I love it so much. But, like, at the end of the day, I do what I do because I love my children and I love my family. And I obviously love cooking, too. That's another reason. But, like, I love being able to show my kids that I am – working my butt off and doing these things and making a difference. Um, My parenting philosophy, I'm kind of a little bit laissez-faire, but I feel like I'm such a lover, and I just want to shower my kids and um, remind them every day of how important they are and how special they are and how much I love them and um, show those things with little acts of kindness. And, um, you know, we left to go out of town for the night, and I always love, like, hiding, like, a note underneath especially my oldest. She's very sensitive. She reminds me so much of like whenever I was a kid. And I know that when my mom would leave out of town, it would like break my heart and I'd be missing her so much, even though it's like literally 24 hours. And so I always do little things like that. And it just gives her that special moment at night where she's just like, mommy's gone for the night. But I know that she loves me so much and that she's going to be home. I don't know. It's I totally get it. I remember growing up and when my mother would like go out of town, like when I think about it, I can literally start get to anxious. tear up. Yes. Like when I would think my mother would go and how sad it would be that she would go overnight and like I would sleep in her nightgown and she would leave like special notes. And, uh-huh. You know, I remember one time traveling and Lucy stayed with Stephen's parents and 
It was like Lucy didn't come out of her bedroom. You yeah. know, she just would like barely come out of her bedroom because she felt, you know, so yeah. so oppressed. So, you know, for me, it's always about loving my kids and championing them. For you sure. Know, like wh- whoever they are, whatever it is, whatever their journey. I've never had cookie cutter kids. You know, my no. son, after like six months of college, is like, I hate college. And, you know, I'm going to go off and write songs. And if he didn't go off and get himself signed with a, you know, with a publishing company yeah. and he, you know, he literally, he just sold a Christmas song that's going on a big special. That's you know, awesome. You know, and, and Lucy, the same thing where it was like after two years, she was like, I hate it. I am only here for you. And I was like, well, you know, give it a chance do something, you know, it, you know, just decide you're going to take a year off. And then, you know, didn't she goes out and get herself an agent? She gets commercials where you're like, okay, well, I, I don't yeah. know. I have nothing I can do. I love that. No, I think it's so great to champion your kids and no matter what phase and stage that they go to because go, are going through, I can see, you know, there's there's frustrating times where your kids go through these stages and you're just like, why are they acting this way? Why are they behaving this way? And why aren't they, why isn't it, is it not clicking with them? And, you know, then you kind of think back to your childhood and whenever you've had like those obstacles and just being showered with love and knowing that like, it's just a stage and it's just a phase and we can power, we can all work together to like get through these obstacles in life. And, um, just knowing that there's, there's no, that you can always get around it. You can. And just reminding your kids of that. Um, but it's been kind of, it's been definitely tricky as my business has grown to navigate the, I used to be everywhere mom to I'm not everywhere mom. My youngest doesn't really know the difference. Like she's only known working Alex, but Sutton, it's definitely been a little bit of a struggle, but something that we've worked together through and it's been just as hard on me as it has been her. But, um, we've, we've managed to get around it and work through it together. And, um, it's been, it's been interesting to get through, but it's hard. It's different. Absolutely. <laughs> Change is always tricky, but it's good. So we're both connected by having these fantastic, you know, Whole30 endorsed books. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really, you know, such an, it's been such an exciting time for me as the book has come out and all of that. And I know that you're leading right up to it because everything, you're just, yeah. you were right after me. So it's just the run up and it's fun to watch it. And mm-hmm. tell me about it. How are you feeling? You know, I'm so excited about it. I feel like, I mean, I know that you know this. It's a lot of work behind the scenes before you can actually announce it and you know, we put all this work into it because we love our communities and finally seeing it about to be in their hands is the most exciting time of it all. So I just got my own personal first coffee and I'm sure you remember that moment. It's glorious. And I literally just like flip through it all day, every day and I can't stop. It's very distracting. And, you know, you kind of go through that stage of whenever it's being printed and after editing where you're like, what did I put in this book? I blacked out. (laughs) A hundred percent. Like there's a recipe. I'm like, is it good? Where did I put the trash temperature or later on someone will say it's not. Nauseating. Or occasionally, people even will like wrongly say, you know, you don't have this in the recipe, and I will basically my heart will stop oh, breathing. Yes. I'll say to somebody, get off the book, and then you'll read it, and you know, typically we'll fine. find. But there are yeah. things where it's like one recipe says it's not whole thirty, and it is. One third recipe says it's whole thirty, and it isn't. You, you know what I mean? There's so going to be that. errors, there's, and yes, and I just that. have to brace myself for those. But right now, I'm just I'm very happy with the way it turned out. Really excited to for my community to be able to cook the recipes that I worked so hard on that I. I love and adore. So, um, and I'm also excited about the book tour to be able to travel to cities that I probably wouldn't have ever gone to to meet a lot of these wonderful people. So, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it's been definitely a stressful and crazy process, as you know, but I'm I wouldn't trade it for the world, and I'll probably do it again. I kind of like the cookbook junkie world. I know that you're. Are you it. not feeling it? Are you not, are? I mean, I'm. <laughs> 
I'm not sure because yeah. I, it's like you really have to have the book in you, and I felt like I really put what I had into that book, so uh-huh. I'm... You know, I'm not sure. I met. Yeah. I don't know what's next, and I'm enjoying what I'm Unless doing. Unless you have like that. that, I know that this is going to be yes. what I want to put my heart and soul into for sure. Um, and this book, particularly, like I know for me, throughout this whole blogging process, I've found what I'm best at, and that's easy weeknight meals. And so I figured, why not put my first book out and focus on what I do best? And so it's literally 100 weeknight meals. And I, I kind of that. separated yeah. it into chapters by, like, um, types of cuisines or the things that have inspired me. Like, my mom's Italian cooking. There's a chapter around that and just kind of the cleaned up recipes that I've done, you know, learned from her. And then, of course, I'm from Texas. So I've got my Southern Charm chapter that has a lot of Southern remakes and then um, some Tex-Mex stuff. So it's fun. I'm excited. I can't wait for people to cook the recipes, finally. Well, I got to see the draft of it. And I don't know if that's what they call it, but, you know, the, what you've sent around to. Um, and I was able to make a comment on it like yes. you were on mine. So I I think the book is spectacular. The pictures are great. I'm Thank you. I love the idea. Mine's mostly also weeknight eating, which mm-hmm. is just like what everybody wants, for you sure. know. And um, I really am so excited for people to get to see it. And thank you, you know. Thank you. I'm excited too. Can't wait. Recipe. So where are you guys? Where are you guys going on the book tour? You know, well, obviously we're coming to Chicago, and Terry and I have some big plans together, so Chicago can brace themselves for the whirlwind of Terry and Alex. I love <laughs> but, it. But um, I'm going to hit some te- the big Texas cities, Austin, Houston, Dallas, of course. I'm trying to squeeze in San Antonio as well. I bet that I love would my be San Antonio so well people, received. So I'm really yeah. working on finding a place to do that. Uh, New York, Nashville, Boston. Uh, what else am I hitting? L.A., I know I'm missing somebody, and I'm trying to get New Orleans in there. Mm-hmm. I have a great New Orleans audience, and I'm just trying to find the right place to see if I can make it happen. Um, and then anywhere else in between, I'm going to try to squeeze in. But, you know, I also have to remember my kids are still in school, yes. and i got to be home for them. So I'm trying to navigate it all and figure out what's best for me and the family and make it all happen. <laughs> Absolutely. So where will you be in bookstores? For the for the tour, or how will that work? Um, it's kind of depending on the city, right? Um, a little bit across the map, and I'm, we're still ch- kind of finalizing a lot of the dates and uh, locations. So, hopefully, by the time this podcast will come out soon mm-hmm. after, I'll be then able to announce my announce. exact cities and book tour spots. So, we're working very hard behind the scenes on that. It's a lot of work, but really exciting. Well, I can't wait to can't wait to be a part of it. So, tell me about you. Create a lot of content. I think you're. You know, like Diane Morrissey, you're really prolific. You know, it's always like, oh, my God, what is she coming up with today? So what's that process like? What inspires you? How do you create all that content? Because it's impressive. You know, I feel like that's like my MO for as far as my blog goes. I can just think of little things that inspire me and then make them easier for the home cook or, you know, Whole30 or Whole30-ish. And I just basically get inspired by everything. I'm sure mm-hmm. you feel the same yes. way. Eating, yeah. dining out, magazines, um, other blogs and, you know, anything. Also the seasons and what's in season and what time of year it is and what, you know, what kind of is on the forefront of my mind and then I'll kind of go from there. But I really like to just crank out content. It's my favorite thing. It's what makes me happy. And I think it's kind of what my community expects of me Mm -hmm. at this point too. Um, Sometimes it's now that my business has grown and I'm doing so many other things. Right. It's kind of hard to keep up with that content side. I'm really trying to figure out and shift gears a little bit now that I've gotten to this point and figure out, okay, what can I outsource? What can I what can I hand off to people? Because I've just all this time just have always done everything myself. Right. And 
I have to let go of that and figure out where I can kind of pass the baton on some things, but I still want the content to always be my recipes. So, um, I'm working on filtering that system a little bit better and still being able to do what I, what I do best, but. There's a lot. I mean, you know, from putting everything on the blog to photographing it to creating the recipe to recipe testing it. Yes. Um, you know, to putting those stories up. It's totally. It's it's, it's a process. Lot. <laughs> and do you have an do you have a thing like I you try to do a certain amount of stories a day? You know, not really. And I feel like that's something that I used to try to like really focus on, especially like I used to hold on to these numbers. Like I need to do this many recipes a week and I need to do this, this and this. And at some point you kind of have to let go of that a little bit. You really do. And (laughs) I, I want to have, you know, expectations for people. I want them to know that like, this is more or less what you can expect of me, but Mm -hmm. I also want to give myself that grace and realize not every week looks the same. And, um, if I don't get three new, brand new recipes out this week, like life goes on, there's still many of the recipes I can remind them of that are back in the archives that are great that I can bring back up and remind them of. So, I'm 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 learning that as I go. <laughs> yeah, there is that whole thing of like your worth around what it is you're providing. Yeah, and I think we get in our own heads about it, and other people maybe not noticing as much as we do because we get very passionate about what we do. <laughs> And I, you know, know that for myself, I've had to relax around some of that. I mean, when I was on the book tour, it's like, realistically, you're not really getting food stories, oh, no. you know. For sure. And if I'm traveling, you're not getting, you know, you're not getting that. Or, you know, or then there's, there will be those people that show up and they'll be like, well, I really just want food stories. It's like, well, I'm a multidimensional person. I have all of these different aspects. If what I'm showing on the page works for you, I'm delighted. And if, you know, you're mad because at this point I was doing something else, you know, know, it's okay to find someone who is a match for what you're looking for. Exactly. It's hard. You know, that's something that I've had to embrace. And I know that I admire you most about this. It's like, you can't possibly please that many people. And I've always grown up being a people pleaser and kind of somebody that just is always making sure everyone's getting along. And this has been so good for me as a person to grow because it's made me realize that, you know, one of my favorite sayings that one of my friends taught me is like, not everybody loves cilantro and you just have to accept the fact that you're cilantro, (laughs) you know? And, um, as our businesses grow too, it's like, this is also our livelihood, even though it's our passion and we're so grateful to do it. It's like, we, you know, I make money doing this now and I'm so grateful for that. And I work my butt off and I feel like we deserve to also make money doing what we do because we put out great content. That's the whole point. And it's really hard, I feel like a lot of people get really mad about sponsor content, but at the same time, I take a lot of intention into who I work with, and I'm very proud of the the brands that I've chosen to work with. And at the end of the day, if someone doesn't believe in the people that I've chosen to partner with, I have to be like, I really thought this through. I've said no more times than you can even think of. And I sit behind here and say no, and I really thought about this, yes, and I'm really proud of this, yes. So if you don't believe in it, that's your prerogative. Right. You know, and it's kind of a tricky, it's tricky. It's something I've had to really swallow and just realize it's it's part of the business. And um, I'm just going to maintain my pride and who I say yes to and just move forward. Yeah, I mean, definitely for me, I I am – get many more requests than I can say yes to. I only partner where it feels like a fit for me. And I really take on about four campaigns, you know, a month. And then I mostly just partner with people that it's more like a six-month campaign for. But it's something that I believe in, you know. But there are people who will decide that, you know, we shouldn't make a living doing this. You know, well, it's like, well, here's how we're able to provide actually all of this free content for you. Yeah, for sure. You know, but I definitely, over on the Whole30 Recipes Takeover, had some, I had a couple of people who were just, came at me really hard, where you're like, Wow. Yeah, for sure. Well, and if they don't find your content valuable and they don't think that you deserve to be paid by those brands, then then 
like you said, we're not for them. Right. Um, but I think a lot of people cook the crap out of our recipes, and they are really happy to see that we're making a business out of this and getting also absolutely paid at the end of the day because we do spend a lot of time and a lot of money doing what we do on the back ends of things. So um, I just try to remember that I set those intentions for myself and to always remember like where I stand personally because it's really easy. I was telling somebody this the other day. So you get all this positive feedback and then one negative feedback can literally put me into a downward spiral. And I've really been trying to focus on not letting that happen. Um, just because it's some of those words cut deep and you're like, and I try to remember, but there's so many positive people out there that are just building us up and lifting us up and they're amazing humans. And then that one negative word just sticks in the back of your head for like two weeks and it'll just tear you down. And and then at the end of the day, you're like, that's a really shitty person. I hope it's okay to cuss on you. Absolutely. And you know what? I cannot let that shitty person with that shitty comment Make me feel like shit. Right, right. <laughs> That's a lot of cuss words in one sentence, so hopefully it's okay. Um, but it just it hurts sometimes, especially when it's not about your food. And that's usually what it's not about. Yes, it's not absolutely. about what you're working on. It's right. about you. It's about your family. It's about something that you've done that's outside of your business. And that's whenever those words cut deep and they stick to you like glue. And it's like you have to really be strong to be able to fend it off. But I'd be lying if I said that. There was a couple times this summer where I was just like, why, do, why am I doing this to right. myself? Yeah. But then I remember at the end of the day, like, this is unfortunately part of it. And I'm putting myself out there and being vulnerable. And I need to remember at the end of the day who I am and why I'm here and all the wonderful people around me that are building me up and not let those haters <laughs> take me Absolutely. down. Absolutely. And I hope you feel like you could ever call me when you have those oh, people. Oh, for sure. You know, Diane Morrissey, said she'll, she'll text me someone something that someone said or I will back. Where it's just like, can you know, because yeah. I always say that I am the marshmallow. I am really the warrior woman with a marshmallow on the inside. You <laughs> yes. know? So even though I'm like strong, I'm, you know, I'm really sensitive too. Yes, for sure. It's it's hard not to be. You can always pretend to be strong, but at the end of the day, those some of those words really hurt. But um, that's, you know, we're, it makes me a stronger person. So. Absolutely. So I know we sort of met through Whole30, and I know we both love it. And I think, like me, although you're – even though you might not have a big food sensitivity, like I happen to be gluten-free just because uh-huh. it gives me a stomachache. But I know that you mostly eat a lot of Whole30 just because, like, well, why wouldn't you? It feels good and all that. So yeah. tell me a little bit about that. So I, the the reason I originally did a Whole30 is because my sister did a Whole30. She's always kind of one of those people on the forefront, and she used to be a trainer and – She's always doing the new thing, and she did a whole thirty. She's like, "Wow, I feel so good." And this was right after I had had um, set in my first, and this was before I really started working again. And um, I was just kind of lost and having anxiety for the first time in my life, and struggling with a little bit of anxiety and depression postpartum. And she said, "I really think this will help you. Just do it." And so I kind of did it back in my head. I'm like, "Well, maybe I'll lose the baby weight, but..." I'll just do this because maybe it will help my anxiety. At that point, I was willing to try anything. And I did it, and I could not believe the mental clarity it gave me. And I think also on top of it, Whole30 reminded me that I need to take the time for me and, like, take care of myself because it's so easy as a new mom to get so caught up in, like, you know, taking care of the house and taking care of the kids and, you know, being a wife and doing all these things. And then you're like, oh, wait, little old me. I probably need to, you know, work out and take care of myself a little bit for my mental health. So I really, honestly, mentally, it made me feel so great after those 30 days that that's why I continue to eat mostly Whole30. 
I sometimes, you know, like will feel a little bloated after I eat beans or rice or gluten, but like it doesn't make me sick ever. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty fine without it. But um, I do, I can really tell if I really get off and I eat a lot of sugar that my anxiety is more heightened and it will be more likely to flare up for me. So um, when I feel that way, I'll kind of be like, okay, Alex, you need to rein it in and focus on you and focus on your health mental health really. And so, um, I found for me that whole 30 is great for my mental health and it's really comes down to that. Yeah, it really is. It's interesting. I just, I was got back from a trip to Paris and you know, it's like you go out and then you end up eating everything that you might not normally eat. And then it's always like a little hard for me to get buttoned back in, you know, where it's Uh like, Oh, I'm really slippery. So yeah, at the house today, it was like everybody said, let's do a whole seven. Let's just go. We want to really get yep. on track. We want to feel better. Can everybody agree, you know, to this? I have my friend Lori staying with me and Zach and I live together who I work with. So it's like, let's just all agree to do that. And then it just feels great because you're like, okay, I got the I got the, the support system. I got the support system. For sure. It's yeah. so much easier to do with people around you. Clayton and I do a lot better when we're doing it together. But I do, you know, I think um, the whole 30 gets kind of slipped away because a lot of people like to do it. 365 days a year. And that's not something that I personally believe in. And I think it's so important to remember that whole aspect that Melissa Irvin preached um, in Food Freedom. And I think that's why she endorsed cookbooks like ours is to, because if she wrote a cookbook about food freedom, everybody would follow it like, you know, the Bible. And they'd be like, this is how we're supposed to eat after Whole30. And that's what she doesn't want to show. And I think it's so awesome that she endorsed people like us to show, this is what we found food freedom to look like for us. And it might look different for everybody, and I think that's I think that's what's so cool about her endorsing people like this. But um, I like to eat a little bit of everything all year round, and when I feel that slippery slope that we were talking about, doing a little reset here and there, and then I do like to do a whole thirty in January um, or sometime th- throughout the year whenever I just really need to hit that button and um, remind myself what my bad habits are, which usually involve me eating all my kids' leftovers all day, every day. <laughs> so when you're doing it, and I, I tell a lot of you know people this when I do my Friday favorites, we did one recently just on Whole30, and I think you were you were in that one, is just that if you're doing a Whole30, you don't actually have to say anything to your family. You can no. just cook that way. Exactly. You know, and there's somebody, if you're, one of your kids wants to go get cereal, then For they sure. do it, but you don't have to cook all you know, separate yeah, meals. Yeah, you don't need to announce it from the rooftops. I think okay. if you just kind of do it and make those meals, people like the food because it's food. It's real food, and it tastes good if you cook it right. And um, I think um, that's something to always remember whenever you're doing one. We have the same editor. Um, tell me, what it was What was it like for you working with Justin? What was your experience with HMH? I absolutely loved working with them. I mean, I wouldn't change it for the world, and I think that Justin's been so supportive and understanding of, like, my – my vision and everything and I'm really excited and I would do another book with them for sure because I yeah. think they were they were really great to work with. Yeah, same thing for me. I think that Justin is really good with his authors and really giving them room to be who they are, mm-hmm. you know, and trusting them. Yes. Um so I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I really had uh, was a, yes. you know, was no, a real positive. You could tell in your book. I mean, you really gave it your own twist. I haven't seen anybody really do a cookbook like yours, which I love so much about it like all your little personal touches were were so special and it's like I don't even know your family but I felt like I knew them by the time I finished it and Mm -hmm. it like brought tears my eyes and it was it was a really special book and I 
I know you're proud of it, but you should be. <laughs> Thank you. I am proud of it. I, I feel so good about the way it turned out. So in these moments of all these fabulous things that you've done, and we've seen you do some like amazing things, what have been some of those moments that have really been like a pinch me moment for you where you're like, oh, this is, this is pretty fantastic? You know, I feel like this year has been filled with pinch me moments. I feel like um, the the cookbook launch and just like seeing how great the pre-sales went. And it's just like, this is real. I, you know, I didn't, you don't know how some of these things are going to be accepted because it's your first time. And you're just like, did I just do all this for nothing? And seeing how well my community responded to it and um, the excitement around it just literally I cried for like 24 hours straight. I just couldn't believe it. So that's been a huge pinch me moment. And then also I've got some really exciting things coming next year that I can't quite announce yet, but those have been pinch me moments. I'm really excited to bring some other aspects of my brand to the table. That's literally to the table. That's a hint. (laughs) That's not a book and not my blog recipes. So um, I think this, you know, this year has been huge and amazing and I can't wait for 2020 also. Well, it doesn't get much better than that. <laughs> well, um, that's I think that's a perfect place to end. Um, tell me, and I, of course I know, but for people who don't know, where do people find you? So thedefineddish.com is where you can find all my recipes or all the social media handles. It's just at thedefineddish. Um, that's it. And your book comes out? Uh, December 31st. It's available for, available for pre-order now. And um, on December 31st, it comes out. So it'll be a great time. January reset for everybody after the holidays. Are you doing a Whole30 takeover in January? I am. So I'll do one the first week of January mm-hmm. and then my bookstore. Then I go straight into book tour time. Fantastic. So it's going to be a crazy fun January. Wonderful. <laughs> well, I am excited. First of all, I'm so proud of you. Thank and you. I just want to tear up. You're such a bright light and you offer such... Um, you just offer such a beautiful space for people. Thank you. And people love you because you're very genuine and real. And we love that you, you know, invite us in and show us what you got. And we're going to be so excited to, you know, be on the journey with you. I want to say New York Times bestseller I'm hoping for. And uh, well, thank let's you. put it all in. Well, absolutely. You have sure. been such a bright light to me, too, and such a great mentor to me. So I appreciate you having me here today and being a part of my team this whole time. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Team Alex, for sure. So if you're looking for me, come over and find me at No Crumbs Left on Instagram, Facebook, on the bo- or the blog. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast and get the Friday Favorites newsletter. Let's go.